passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors is everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Poison Rana. First time in a long time, but back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything, BDE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, live on the Post Wrestling YouTube. Isn't that right, Dave? Yes, YouTube.com slash Post Wrestling. That's right. Uh, I stole your line by accident. It's all right, man. Yeah. Maybe you're listening to us on the Post Wrestling feed on whatever podcast app you are listening to. Hit that subscribe. Hello. It is Tuesday night. We're back on Tuesdays. We're back together. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while since what, we've been what, on Tuesday. Three weeks. We were away last week. Uh, you, we were, we did a Wednesday last week and a Wednesday the week before. That's so right. Yeah. Tuesday nights are for NXT, and Tuesday nights are for our NXT friends. Friends. And we are here to talk all about NXT and beyond here tonight. So welcome everyone in the YouTube chat or listening on your your commute, your shower. Your long walk on the beach, wherever it, on the on the noisy gardener outside our apartment, probably wherever you are, stuck in traffic. We love you and thank you for joining in. Yeah, welcome uh, to the show. It is Tuesday night, and uh, we got uh, not a whole lot to talk about. To be honest, no, this, I mean, to be honest, sleeping. We'll, we'll, we'll get to some housekeeping in a sec, but I think the theme of this show today will be: What the fuck did Andre Chase do? Yes, we will get down to the nitty gritty of what indeed did Andre Chase do? Because for me, that was the only thing happening. Compelling on story show. on NXT. Is yeah, Andre did I Chase something? Because I watched last week's show. Might be canceled. Well. Yeah, he could be canceled. Huh. He's possibly canceled on NXT, and that's the biggest story coming out of this week's show. It's definitely not Baron Corbin finally got gear. But that's up there as well that we'll get into. But uh, he's had gear before. The thing is, he changes it every single week. Yeah, not he's like, good nope, gear. This one didn't work. This was the first gear. Sorry, you thought okay. we'll talk about. It. I don't right, want to give okay. anything away. Yeah, this, that's, a, that's a cheap plug, mm. uh, which we could definitely do because uh, we love cheap plugging here on on up next. But yeah, uh, we're going to talk about some NXT, some housekeeping off the bat. 
search Poison Rana in your podcast app or on YouTube and hit that subscribe because Davey and I do a whole lot of other shows. We go live every Sunday as we did on Sunday and we chatted about, about uh, some some WWE, some AEW, some New Japan. We chat everything about everything in wrestling on Sundays. and All we, the hot topics we're here to cover. That's right. And this Sunday will be no different because we're going to be ha- having a little chat about AEW full gear. So I think 3 p.m. on Sunday? We'll confirm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a long pay-per-view. Yeah, so uh, you're working Saturday night, so yeah. we're gonna try to watch it before that. And like these shows, do definitely like four hours or mm. something. So we're gonna be chatting all about full gear on the weekend on Sunday. So uh, listen for that on the free feed. And yes, if you're free on Sunday, come hang out in the YouTube chat as we dissect uh, a pay per view. Which I think, for the most part, everyone's a little less interested in this AEW pay per view as per usual. But as per usual, I think AEW will deliver. So I'm there's going to be some great stuff on there and always interesting to talk about. Um, But yeah, AEW is in a in a strange period at the moment, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully uh, they deliver because they will. I I, I am still looking forward to a bunch of these. I'm just really looking forward to the Golden Jets. So, okay, at least someone is. Yeah, I think I might be the only one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so we're going live on sunday but check out all the other stuff of course thursday shot in the dark on the poison rana feed where sino fills you in on all the other wrestling in the world including ring of honor women of wrestling impact and beyond so in 15 minutes or less he gives you the deets on everything going on in case you maybe you don't watch it because there is a whole lot of wrestling to watch sometimes there's too much wrestling to consume so you definitely have to pick and choose but uh wrestling's still fun Tina watches it all. We also just dropped on our free feed a new episode of Eagles Don't Hunt Flies with uh, Martin Bushby, uh, Brandon from New Jersey, and Dickie Bird. It's their new show talking about the career of John Moxley. And this week's episode, they were talking about Dean Ambrose versus Brock Lesnar from WrestleMania 32. Everyone's favorite WrestleMania match. <laughs> <laughs> Dean Ambrose versus Brock Lesnar. Yeah, yeah, definitely not one for the uh the books, but I'm I'm assuming it makes for a great chat. So listen to the lads chat all about this match as they dissect it. Bushby does a fantastic job of uh even putting in some clips from the Austin interview that mm. Moxley did uh talking about the match and uh Dickie always pulling out the stops from Mox's book. I have an update though. Oh yeah. I have a scoop for oh. this these guys for okay. their show. They keep referring to the Moxley book. Yeah. I have something, some breaking news for John Moxley. Someone has to tell him, and he's going to be heartbroken. The Horseshoe Tavern in Toronto no longer has the A and W window. What? I'm sorry. I I'm why? Sorry. What happened? I don't know. I went to the Horseshoe last week, and I was like, "Wait, where's the?" Oh. Wait. And if you have read Moxley's book, he does talk about. Yeah. It. So there's there's a bar in Toronto, the the Horseshoe Tavern. It's it's more of like a, a it's an, pub. It's a famous like music venue. A lot of famous bands have yeah. played there. And got it's got like the front of the venue, a real like pub feel to yeah. it and doesn't serve food, but there's a window that connects the A and W joint yeah. next door. And you can order through this like little window and get your, and then eat it in the bar yeah. and wow. listen to live music, but they have now shut this forbidden window. So yeah, sorry, John Moxley. So don't come to Toronto now. He's, he's going to be in his next book. Fuck Toronto. I mean, maybe window. now he's not as interested in going to the, to bars and pubs anyway yeah i know right. he likes biking along uh our road Queensway. yeah he, yeah. he mentions about I mean, that yeah. yeah yeah so yeah sorry I, I had to break that news for for john moxley but yes listen to eagles don't hunt flies 
And I'll be recording a detox also with Jordan Goodman chatting everything not wrestling. So would love your uh, random questions over on the Facebook group. Post them in because we love chatting about random silly stuff to just detox our lives. Yeah, this show where Brayden and Jordan just talk about anything apart from wrestling and right. uh, answer your questions and get kind of real weird. So uh, always a good chat as well. Yes. So, uh, yes, lots and lots of free shows over on the Poison Rana Patreon we have a whole crazy month of shows. We just did a review and up yours pick. Shout out Farmer Brent, our world champ family member on the Patreon, who picked super bad as Davey and I chat all about our favorite comedy from 2007. Jonah Hill, uh, Michael Sarah, and McLovin, everyone's favorite. And uh, we definitely talk a little bit about some embarrassing high school stories, some underage drinking uh Things, yeah. things about all sorts of things. I, don't I know, but both Brian and I related to this film quite a lot, even yes. though we grew up in completely different continents. Uh, a lot of uh, stories we related yeah. with these lads back People in don't 2007. Forget. <laughs> so uh, I'm sure all being wrestling fans, all kind of being similar kind of nerdy people exactly. trying to find our way in life at some point. Exactly. Uh, we'll relate to this one as well. So if you're a fan of Superbad, this review will definitely uh, rekindle some some love and some some laughs for sure over on this review. Uh, we also did, what have we been reviewing? We did some, we did a Was Next the other week. This week, I mean, everyone keeps telling us TNA is hard to kill and that TNA is coming back so much that we thought it would be a fun time to go back and review a TNA pay-per-view. And you, our listeners on our Facebook group, we put up a poll, and you guys chose TNA Turning Point 2005. So we are going to be reviewing this actually tomorrow. So look for that on our Patreon this week where we're chatting. The this, this show is up on their YouTube for Yeah, seeing Jeff Jarrett versus Rhino for wow. the NWA Championship. This is the rematch. And, and they have to write that wrong. This is the rematch. Oh, yeah? In the feud. Yeah, yeah. Rhino, Rhino... Uh, I'm pretty sure Rhino beat him at another pay-per-view, and this is Jeff Jarrett got the title back. Somehow. So th- this is some hot shit going on mm. then, Rhino and Jarrett. Yeah. Uh, equally, I'd say a little hotter was Samoa Joe in 2005, like okay. made his way over to TNA and definitely made like a name for himself in a bigger audience from not just his ROH kind of exposure there. And the match with AJ Styles is on this pay-per-view, which is absolutely awesome for the X Division title. So. I have also re- Christian's debut. Christian's in ring right. debut yeah. against Monty Brown, one of my all time favorites. TNA in ring debut. Like he TNA. He beat around a little. Bit. Yeah, yeah, a few years. So uh, then there's AMV versus Dudley Boys. Sorry, Team 3D. Uh, we're gonna chat about the 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 James Gang. The James Gang. Oh man, okay. I'm so excited to talk about Matt Bentley with you, okay. Sugar Shane Helms. Yeah, TNA is definitely a bit of a blind spot Sweet. for me. Like I've yeah. caught up on some of it over the years. No, wait, not but, Shane yeah. Helms. The other guy, Shane. Some, anyways. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, it's going to be great to talk about some TNA. So anyone who was a TNA fan in 2005, this review is definitely going to be for you. And maybe you weren't, but it will inspire you to watch it and then listen to us chat about it. So, also in just a ten days from now. It'll be the Survivor Series watch party at Gabby's in downtown Toronto. If you are in the Toronto GTA area, we would love to see you at this event. Come along. We're going to have Survivor Series on all the TVs with sound on. We've got a giant screen as well. Even if you want to get some air outside, we've got it on outside as well in our heated patio. Come along. 
poisonrana.ca for tickets. Uh, right now, you've got tickets for only five bucks. There's only a few left at that price. Get them while you can and come and hang out on Saturday 25th. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Survivor Series with the war games being added this year, Cody and his boys, possibly CM Punk, possibly Randy Orton. Someone's coming back and uh, it'll make for some fun. And what better way to watch it with a bunch of people and getting a little litty and uh, some drink specials and some games as we always do. We know how to throw a party. And if you're in the Toronto area, definitely come out and check us out at Gabby's King West because we love having these watch parties. It's such a cool way to hang out with like the Toronto wrestling fans. And uh, I know like I started going to things like this because sometimes you don't have friends who want to watch wrestling on a Saturday night. They'd rather watch real sports or go out or do stuff where it's like, Hey, if you got nothing else to do, come definitely come by and bring your friends because we all like to get a little uh, get a little silly and watch the wrestling. So definitely looking forward to this one. And I mean, we're definitely plotting for a ro- you're not going to the Rumble anymore. I don't think so. No. So we're probably going to have to do another I watch party so, yeah. for the Rumble down the line too. So lots and lots of fun in the city if you are in the Toronto area. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so uh, how you doing? Uh, I'm all right. Yeah. 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 Had a I was pretty annoyed today because um, I watched Raw last night. That's why you were annoyed? No, it was all right. It was okay. Uh, it was had nothing else to do, so just cooked and watched Raw and just chilled out. And then uh, went to sleep pretty early for me. Okay. You know, like we're both kind of night owls. And I had yeah. a, a good night, like early night. And was like, yes, I feel sleepy. Going to go to bed. I got work today. Got a big episode of NXT to review in the evening. Huge episode. And then I woke up at 3.30 and couldn't get back to sleep. Ah. And I've been feeling kind of rotten ever since. So you're here still. I'm here. I'm ready to talk about the Andre Chase scandal. I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> I'll tell you something that happened to me uh, yesterday is uh, possible identity fraud slash scamming my bank account. Is okay. something that happened. I saw that wrestler speedball Mike Bailey says he got some charge to his. He tweeted today saying he got a charge to his credit card for like over a K on like seltzers, seltzers or something. I can tell you that wasn't us for the record. He, he then said his favorite are uh, Perrier and Topo Chico. Topo Chico is like, oh, I like, I like White Claw. Yeah, Topo Chico doesn't have alcohol in them. I mean, some of them do, but yeah. Uh, yeah, yesterday, uh, basically got a call from the number of my bank saying like, hey, are you using your card, your debit card in Orlando? Because we block it. We were blocking some charges. There's some very, pretty big charges. I'm mm. like, absolutely not. Definitely. And it turns out, no, this person was a complete scammer and basically was not, but had information about me and had the same number calling me from my bank. But then... Like a little while into this phone call, I'm like, something about this is like a little too suspicious. So I probably doesn't in. Oh yeah, John Moxie always rides his bike down our road, King Queen's Key. Yeah, like (laughs) yeah, they probably are just a listener trying to scam you. Well, if you are, uh, you didn't get anything from me, so go go uh, go walk off a bridge somewhere. But yeah, uh, no, that's scary. Like. Um, I'm, I'm actually, I'm not super pissed because like, A, they didn't, nothing happened. I was smart enough to yeah. realize that this doesn't happen. I'm, I'm actually even more upset at last week. My mom texted me. Right. She's like, hey, I got a weird text from a, number, a strange number saying, hey, mom, my phone fell in the water. Can you 
uh, send me a million pounds. Can you dollars. send me? Can you send me some money so I can buy a new phone right now? I and then I'll call you. And my mom texted me like, "Hey, did you send this message? Everything okay?" And like basically copied the message. Yeah. And she went, "You've never texted, hey mom, to me." And I right away knew that wasn't you because I'll go, "Hey mama," "Oh hey mother," or you know, you know, I'm right. being silly all the time. Yeah. I never go, "Oh hey," text, "Hey mom." It's just something I never do. And right away, my mom like understood that. Wait a second, that's kind of fishy. So the text me went, "This is a scam, right?" And I went, "Yeah, but in the future, like it's good." And I think anyone in anyone with anyone family members and stuff, you should have like some sort of secret Code. message that like right away. Go, oh yeah, well, I've seen it go around. It it often targets yeah, like uh, elderly, grandparents a lot of the time. Yeah. And I my grandma's on WhatsApp and uh, like. She she kind of vaguely knows how to use it, and I'll send her photos and things. And uh, yeah, I've seen those scams go around about oh, I'm I'm stuck yeah. somewhere. Can you send me some money or whatever? Uh, and I've always said like, hey, like if I ask this, like check, like call my mom or call me or something. Yeah, because uh, yeah, you can you you know like these people are like looking for the vulnerable. Yeah. To try and take advantage of absolutely definitely like older people grandparents and stuff like they're gonna fall victim to they're gonna believe they're like, gonna be more I, I see it on like the uh the dating apps and that kind of thing right okay. you have the the bots or whatever they are and you learn pretty quickly like if you know like if they're sending you you their snapchat like right away it's like oh this ain't legit yeah but you know like dating that's something like people feel lonely they don't get much attention and then suddenly some hot chick is like, Hey, Tony, I want to talk to you and send me your money and we'll go on a date. And it's, yeah, you saw it in wrestling. What that guy took out Seth Rollins because he got scammed out of, Oh, money. right. He thought someone had, you know, it's it. yeah. like the, these people look for like vulnerable people and like susceptible people and stuff. And the thing was that I think it must have been something from like a former card, maybe lost in the mail. And they had my, cause they had my old, old address. They right. had some, they had some information about yeah. me. And again, it came, my phone showed the same number. So that's, what's like really freaky. So they're definitely upping their technology of all this yeah. weird scamming stuff. So you said they told you to download an app and that's, that's when like, yeah, they're like, uh, okay, can you like verify, they verify to me information again before I, that's how I believed it was my bank. It sounds mm. exactly legit. And then they started saying stuff like, you know, uh, they started asking other questions, which I was like, not answering everything, but then they're like, okay, so like we see that someone in Orlando is purchasing a lot of gift cards and stuff. We're trying to block your account. So can you, uh, you gotta, you gotta like, move money from your account i'm like okay well i'm not doing that yeah and then they're like okay well we can do it for you our security if you download this app on your iphone i'm like no no no, no. i'm not downloading anything and then do you remember what the app out. was uh it's like some like it gives them access i'm assuming yeah. into my like phone or something i'm not sure because there's that thing on the like i've had on my computer where you get like not scammers yeah. but you know you allow remote access for someone to try and oh, fix. Oh, okay. So it might be that kind of thing. Yeah, possibly that to then like go into something, yeah, right? Obviously, bad. but right away I was like, tri- definitely like red flags were going off, but I was like, ah, and then I'm like, I'm shutting this all down and then just called my bank right away. I was like, hey, can you just cut my account off? Just bl- block it. I'll go in in the morning and get a new card. Do you think this is how uh, Andre Chase has been funding Chase U on his <laughs> NXT developmental <laughs> contract all these years? He's been scanning people and it finally got out. You rumbled him. 
Yeah, possibly. You rumbled Professor these, Chase. These fucking people were probably trying to scam me, and then they're like, wait, what's this guy got on his bank account? Oh, he's a wrestling podcaster? Uh, never mind. Yeah. Let's leave him alone. <laughs> yeah. That's probably what happened. <laughs> no, uh, I stopped them before it was too late, but it can happen to you. Yeah. And it can happen to to anyone. Even the, the teller at the bank today was like, hey, man, for the record, I work at a bank, and like they almost got me about a year ago. So don't Jeez. worry. I'm like, damn, these, these people are relentless out there. So uh, be careful out there, people. Safety is, is a priority. Yeah. Gotta be safe online. If in doubt, hit us up. Be like, hey. Definitely having like scam hunters. Yeah, I, I feel baby. worse. I would feel worse if like it happened to like someone in my family because of something like, oh, well, help me, Brayden's lost, or like I, I something stupid like that. I'd be furious. My mom's friend had just retired and got scammed out of like tens of thousands of pounds. Oh my god. Um and it That's was to do with insane. like tax and something and they were like claiming that she hadn't done stuff the right way and that like police would be after her and all that sort of thing and like she was saying she knew it felt like it felt wrong but she was also um they were so persistent and like aggressive that she was like kind of scared into it and uh yeah and like luckily she got it all back but it's very scary. She literally just retired and then like gave all her money. Yeah, away. that's insane. And, and like, like once so you, 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 there's times you won't get it back. No, because it's basically you've fallen. Victim. You you gave it to them. You allowed them to do it. Yeah, yeah you did it, even though they sound convincing and stuff. Uh, shout out Surin in the chat who's saying scammers can can even do AI voices. Now, well, that's what's yeah, yeah that's what's terrifying. Imagine like it, like again, that, they wouldn't know secret things about you if you have some sort of code with your family. It'd be like, hey, if you ever ha- hear my voice. And it's not me. Ask the thing. There's like thousand minutes of us speaking yeah, now yeah. out there that someone wanted it's to it. shows over. It's not doing it anymore. My parents are poor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my mom would never fall victim to to that stuff, but so far she's not. So that's good. But like, my mom's not a, a senior, but I'm you know worried about like people's grandparents it's just so terrible but people these guys don't give a fuck especially this close to christmas this close to christmas it's inflation man yeah they're like damn we gotta pay for groceries gotta scam people but scammers you idiots bad people meanies meanies yeah you suck and you're gonna be living alone (laughs) should we talk about something else that sucked what's that this episode of nxt yeah it did didn't it? it wasn't great it really did suck uh nxt november 14th 2023 live from the capital wrestling center in orlando florida and we open with a video in black and white of chase you and the so-called scandal surrounding professor andre chase the fraud scam he's like making his way to the to the performance center as journalists are all after him and he says he has nothing to comment on the matter what matter we don't know yeah, uh, this will be something that goes throughout the bit of the sh- the first little bit of the show, and it's it's concerning. I mean, last week we were not told what it what was the the photos, but things have definitely escalated within one week to now. There's a scandal. Can I just say we we were just talking about how things have advanced, AI yeah. scams and all that. It's 2023. If there's a scandal out there, we know about it. Yeah, how is this so secretive? It's a scandal that everyone knows except us, the viewers. Yeah, uh, which is impossible <laughs> because 
we're watching. We show. know everything that's happening. Yeah. Uh, very strange storyline that everyone's uh, wondering about this scandal. Oh, my God, Mr. Chase, is it true? When he's doing his best know. Vince McMahon impression and just not commenting. Like, I know we always joke on the show that me and you, we're no journalists, but like, are we just really slipping on this story? We just are so, <laughs> we need the scoops on this one. <laughs> Andrew Thompson, yeah, post wrestling. What, what the fuck did Andrew Chase what, do? What did Andre Chase do? <laughs> what did Andre Chase do in this situation that is so bad? But yeah, here he comes. I just like, I'm amazed with all the kind of cuts we've had. Like, I like Andre Chase, I yeah. think he's great, but. He's this white guy called Andre in WWE and has somehow survived like a, for a couple of years now. In dude a sweater, wrestles in a cardigan. In a yeah, sweater, yeah. like, yeah. like something's going to come out. Like, how is he... <laughs> uh, innocent until proven guilty, okay. my friend. All yeah. right. <laughs> I like Mr. Chase. Uh, anyway, we opening things off hot with the NXT Tag Championship. Andre Chase and Duke Hudson defending the titles against Tony D and Channing stacks Lorenzo. It, it made me laugh last week when they're like, "Hey, you know, we're we're champs," and then like the the blackmail is shown, like he he has the photos, yeah. And then like a few segments later, it's like, anyways, it's official. Next week is the title match. It's like, oh, okay, we're really going with the blackmail story with this. So we're getting that uh, Chase U section are kind of uninterested in Andre Chase. When he's tagged in, you've got some of the members of the Chase universe walking out. Or like rummaging through their bags, yeah, just so not paying attention. They're very quiet. Usually, they're like cheerleaders, right? Yeah. Like, there's usually like twenty of these people in this section, like chanting and have signs and stuff. But they're all quiet, very not interested. And then about halfway through the match, they get up and like leave. And again, the commentary with Vic Joseph pushing hard that it's like, oh man, like yeah, can you blame like these these people don't support him anymore and then we're just watching home like what, what the did fuck he did do? he do man why these people it's like you're using being canceled as a storyline without explaining to us what he did so like the payoff has to be something hilarious like he is dating jc jane or something like kayfabe wise has to be something so silly that's gotta add up it can't be like something so evil or we just never find out but the way they treated it is like this guy was fucking bill cosby here like people are so disgusted by best friends with david star you know it's it's like like, this guy was like you have to not support him anymore it's like okay but like us the viewer we're like but we we like this guy so i don't it was confusing so he gets tagged into booze (laughs) yeah his own chase you and then like the rest of the crowd start booing him vic is saying this scandal is shaking nxt to the core core the core uh so uh andre is taking out both channing and tony there's an exploder suplex to channing on top of d'angelo and then climbs up top it's the high cross to stacks and then the family come back with a diving european uppercut german suplex combo uh which look kind of nice uh which hudson breaks up the the pin with a shoulder block and then stacks goes for a pin attempt for a two Duke hits his slingshot German suplex to stacks and then teases one to the outside. But Tony moves and sends him flying into the chairs at ringside. Uh, Chase then comes back with this somersault sent on uh, on the outside to to a array of boos from this crowd. <laughs> they just hate him. Uh, the family then hit power and glory, the suplex splash combo. But Hudson breaks it up again. Uh, Andre Chase does his side Russian leg sweep into the Chase U stomps. But now 
Chase, you're out of there. Yeah. They've walked out. They don't want to give him a C on the We hate boo. you, but we don't know why. They walk boo. out. Uh, there's an inside cradle for a near fall from Chase U, and then D'Angelo hits the spine buster, and then the bada bing, bada boom from the family to pick up the win. And and new, the family are back to being tag champions. Yeah, two-time tag champions, the D'Angelo family. But what's this all mean with DeAndre Chase and Chase U? Like the, the story there is kind of a little backwards. So it's like, it's not even necessarily that Tony D and Stax are now heels and like won the titles this way. It's like all the heat is on Chase and, well, it's Andre really. So it was really bizarre and definitely like I got some laughs out of it when like the crowd were like visually shown leaving. But it is kind of weird when it's like, well, wait, you're, you're acting as if this guy canceled. And if I'm referring to this, comparing this to like real life when someone gets canceled it's usually for bad shit so yeah. it's like well you're kind of teasing that he's done that so it's i don't know i'm i'm in a weird ways about this because it, it just, definitely took away from the match it made the match feel completely flat yeah uh the the family like i quite like stacks i think he's good yeah, and shows promise but yeah. they're kind of baby face-esque and then this team we even said when they won the titles it felt not as big as it should have been because if it was them beating a Gallus or like more of a heel like faction tag team, I think it would have felt huge for, for Chase U who've been really fun baby faces to watch. I don't really want to boo these guys. Yeah. I don't think they work as, as heels. They're way more fun as being a team you want to get behind, but instead you like, I think the family feel a little flat as a tag team. Yeah. Right now. Something's a bit off. Yeah. And then taking the, the best thing away from Chase U, which is you just wanting to rally behind these underdogs, just made it feel completely flat. And as yeah. you said, it's like it's going to be completely heinous. What, what, like what? There's there's photos, photos of what? Like he secretly got he did illegal things to fund Chase U. He's in a, an affair with someone, even though like is he we, weird? is Thea Hale? Is, is that why Thea? she like oh, is that why she got so mad? Well, remember when she like JC like dressed her up? He was all like like lost for words and little. Uh, I don't know if that's the direct. I don't know. I could you could be right. I but don't know. It's like is he is he dating someone? Is he dating Thea? Is he dating JC? Is he dating someone else? Is he involved in the mafia with Tony D? He got Bodie Haywood fired. Oh, I mean that's a deep cut, but yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's like clearly Tony D and Stacked had this over him. So you would ins- you would assume it's something that like you did something and now you're paying for the repercussions. So I don't know. It's very funny, but watch in a week or so. This is going to be something we're not being paid off at next week or probably until the pay per view. It would be very funny if we just never find out why people hate this guy, kayfabe wise. But again, a, a bad storyline for one of the most like underdog characters is let's pretend everyone hates him. It's yeah. not a good storyline no. in wrestling unless it's for a bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> so. It's a little backwards. Yeah. Because yeah. cause you could have done, you could have done like, yo, Tony Stacks, like you guys did some like really awful shit to like, to us. And it's like, what did they do? And everyone acts like, oh my God, these mafia guys, you would assume like they killed someone. Here, it's like, what could this guy have possibly done that all his students, you know, did? It's going to come out that he's not a real professor and it's not a real 
college. You think? <laughs> <laughs> Booker T tipped them off by saying, this guy's not a real professor. And then they were like, huh, I wonder if there's merit to that. And then yeah. it turns out that that's the case. Yeah. So. At Poison Rana Pod. What 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 did Andre Chase do? Yeah, I want your worst case scenarios here. I want wrong answers only. What did Chase do? <laughs> we go to WWE Hall of Famer Lita, yeah. who needs to upgrade her. Like I think we have better internet connection than Lita. <laughs> Don't jinx it. Not going <laughs> sometimes, but uh, she's picking her two uh, people to go at it for the Iron Survivor, and she's just a massive Lash Legend fan. Lita was like, I got to see Lash Legend. I got to see Roxanne Perez. You know who Lita is a bigger fan of? Joe Coffey. Because that's who she picked for this other match. Uh, I thought that was JBL, no? No, JBL picked next week. Oh, JBL's next week. Yeah, she loves Joe Coffey. Lita was like, yo, that Joe Coffey? Lita, you know, rules, man. know, the chick that did all the moonsaults <laughs> and the runners just loves the, the Scottish lad yeah. with the running headbutt. Yeah, so she picked Joe Coffey to take on Trick. 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 Right, I right, get right. Trick, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Lead is also a big Trick fan. Yeah. Who isn't? Who isn't? Um, yes. Yeah, so uh, we've got Roxanne and Lash Legend coming up and Trick Williams versus Joe Coffey coming up. We see Baron Corbin backstage who approaches Dominic Mysterio and uh, Baron says that Dom's been doing great keeping hold of that gold and says, look, I know you've had some problems with Wesley, but I'm going to take care of him tonight dom is like yeah he's this pest that just won't go away keeps quitting but then he keeps coming back and uh corbin basically says yeah where's sucks and <laughs> they fist bump so we're now gonna have the ultimate team of dominant mysterio uh baron corbin and logan paul yeah it's seeming like the the stable of people just hate uh Gotta say, loved Logan Paul giving Dominic Mysterio a shout-out on his phone at <laughs> UFC, spelling his name wrong. Gotta shout-out Dominic for getting back at him with shout-out Logan Paul on his <laughs> phone on Monday night. Oh, my God. That was very funny. So, uh, loving Dominic, but if you want me to hate Dominic, you're doing the right thing by booking him by being friends with Baron Corbin. But Baron Corbin... What's with the vest? You didn't even wear this in your match later. Take the fucking vest off. You look like Aladdin. You look like you're a prison I, person. Like, I don't know what's going on. With did you vest. see that uh, Billie Eilish thing that's been going around? Yes. Wait, which one? About the uh, men don't get body shamed. Yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. Women are nice to men or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Bullshit. And <laughs> it's it's all wrestlers I've seen coming out being like, yo, people like make fun of the way I look all the time. Yeah, yeah. I look at corbin and i somewhat do feel bad for him because everything he tries gear wise nothing's ever looked good i i don't know uh i don't i'll give him the benefit I thought, of the i doubt. think looking the fur look, coat the fur coat he was like a king or something right oh, come on yeah it didn't look great no it's better than like i best. thought his greasy hand like skull it no the original nxt as a wrestler looked way better than I think his gear in his match later is good, but I don't know what this vest was because he doesn't even, like it's it's terrible. Just take it off, <laughs> fucking Pinocchio look looking motherfucker. Take off the vest, waistcoat. This guy always looked like a waiter. Yeah, it was like a black. It was a black. It was it's more like, like a dominate. Seth Rollins, yeah, it's domination. Damien Priest yeah, kind of I shit. I don't know why he's wearing that. Dominate. <laughs> we go to the Supernova Eleven sessions with Metaphor. They invite Alpha Academy out. So Chad Gable. Otis Redding, 
uh, <laughs> Akira Tozawa and Maxine Dupree. Uh, yeah, great team here. On I always forget Otis's name, but now I'll remember it more because <laughs> Otis Redding, great. I just call him Chris Farley. Uh, what what Otis Dojovic was it? Do, yeah, the Dozer Dozovic. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wait, who? You remember he was? What was his tag team name with Tucker? Heavy Machine. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> never, never forget. forget. <laughs> Before we went out. Um, so they're talking about uh, Otis getting the place rocking last week in their match. That's because he was moving sides. <laughs> and did you, Raw was bizarre. He had a match with Nakamura and basically just killed Nakamura for nine minutes. Nakamura Sick. did nothing, did and win? then Nakamura hits the Kinshasa oh. twice. Oh, okay. But they were like, we've got to protect Otis in this match. Wow, good for Otis. Yeah, it was was pretty good. Um, So, and they're kind of teasing who's going to be the next person to face Noam Dar. And they're saying, Noam, you're synonymous with this cup. You've held it three times. And Noam's like, yeah, they even had to make a tournament uh, to find someone to face me. And they still couldn't beat me. And Chad says, well, I think our next challenger is right here. Meanwhile, Otis flirts with Lash Legend a little bit. Yeah. He's wiggling his hips, and everyone's rather disgusted by it. Uh, well, the NXT crowd like it, but yeah, the metaphor don't like yeah. it. But I mean, Otis has had some like on-screen relationships as well yeah. in WWE. So, I mean, he's, you know, he's out there. He's a ladies' man. Yeah. Um, so, Noam thinks that Chad the whole time is talking about Otis. He's uh, saying that He's got a big appetite that can go, go, go. His hips don't lie as Otis is gyrating. He says he can lift a thousand pounds. And Nodar's like, yeah, I'm not Otis. That's fine. And he's like, and he's an Olympian. He's like, what, what? Goes, he's a former NXT tag champion. He's a former Raw tag champion, former SmackDown tag champion. That's right. Your next challenger is me. Thank you. How are you? And Nom's livid it's it's quite a reverse because normally you yeah. see these things where you're teasing like the little guy and then, and then it's king big the show, big guy Henry, yeah here they're doing the other way around it's like yeah otis is big but he's he's kind of shit yeah no one's thinking <laughs> yeah um so yes uh they agreed in the match so it's noam dar versus chad gable next week and they will dance <laughs> the academy are just dancing Okay, so Akira Tozawa doing his oh yeah his little dance swerve when I drive yeah. wanna, it's the same thing to me. He's just like, hey, that's funny. I'm gonna start doing that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I love Alpha Academy. I I like the metaphor. I think this match would be good. This yeah. segment was all right. It was pretty funny. It it, it did feel backwards because it's like, wouldn't the heel not want to fight the oh, this, huge yeah. dude, right? But okay, I think the match would be better. But it is a rounds match. Yeah. Right. Definitely not as excited as maybe uh, a one-on-one. But I like have Gable with these through. Uh, Gable is someone we've loved definitely for so long, and to finally see some rub on the main roster is fantastic. As much as I think this is somewhat getting him more over than he's potentially ever been over, I still was hoping out for him to be the guy to beat Gunther. I feel they're just postponing it. Okay. I think they're yeah. kind of like, kind of like the Cody thing, like yeah. distract you over here, distract you over here. 
because he's the only right guy to do it if they have to do it. Because, like, let's be honest, it's not going to be the Miz. I got to be honest, I'm very intrigued in that match. I, I mean, the Miz I, seemed like he tried actually tried wrestling for the first time like last week or yeah. whatever on Raw, but then like that weird finish with Ivar, and then like I don't know, that's all very Th- weird. This week he was doing Dudley Dogs, Tornado DDTs, Hurricane Runners. No, I'm quite. It's funny because I think two years ago. You, you book Gunther versus The Miz, and it's yeah. Gunther having to do a Miz match. I think it's the other way around now, and I'm interested to see Miz we'll see. try and have a Gunther match. I mean, what about speaking of Nakamura? You know, Nakamura has been been calling out challengers for Survivor Series, okay. series right? He's like, I, I need a worthy challenger. And everyone online is like, oh, imagine it's CM Punk coming out in Chicago to be the worthy. No, Nakamura just beat one giant on Raw. I'll tell you what other giant he's going to beat. At Survivor Series, Omas. <laughs> Where's Omas been? Exactly. Yeah. So I don't think you're getting Punk. I think you're getting another giant for Nakamura to fight. <laughs> I, I'm not like I'm just not really buying into the Punk thing at this point. No, me for neither. Survivor Series. Yeah, because he's the devil. Yeah. <laughs> it's going on the other show. <laughs> yeah, he knows what he's doing. Um, I, 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 I'm excited to see Gable and Dark. Yeah, I would I, like it. I have been match. enjoying these these Dark kind of Heritage Cup defenses, and Gable's great. So I, I think that's a uh, a really good match to go on TV. Even a tag team, if it was to be. Oh, I mean, there's three of them. There's only Mensa and Dar on on their side, but yeah. a tag team would, match would be good too. But both teams are comedy, and it's funny. Yeah. Uh, we go to our first Iron Survivor Challenge qualifying match of the night. Roxanne Perez taking on Lash Legend. Yeah, thanks, Lita. <laughs> Lash slams Roxanne early. Roxanne goes for a tilt to crucifix pin, but gets held up by the bigger Lash Legend. There's a sunset flip attempt from Rox, but Lash kind of muscles out of it. There's then a drop kick to Legend, sending her to the outside. As Roxanne's running the ropes, Jakara Jackson trips her. And Booker, who's a pretty big metaphor fan, he is pissed. Well, he's a bigger Roxanne fan. Yeah, yeah. he's like, what the f- Get her out of here. <laughs> and the ref does just that. He sends you Jackson out of there. Uh, Lash then gets Rox in a torture act, just bending her right back. Very impressive. Yeah, Rox went for a tilt-a-whirl, but it's countered into a torture rack. And I know Lash Legend definitely has her haters out there, but I got to say the torture rack was nice. Perez fights back, hits a tope suicida and a high cross. Um, and then this like wheelbarrow turned into a slam for a two count. Lash then goes for a cartwheel into a moonsault, but misses. And Jakara Jackson runs back out. And as the ref is dealing with her, Kiana James comes around the other side, distracting Roxanne Perez, allowing Lash Legend to hit a big boot in the corner, which the boot was nowhere near Rox here. And they cut it from the replay. And then she hits like a choke slam into a power bomb for the win. So Lash Legend is advancing to the Iron Survivor Challenge, and uh, Roxanne's continuing her feud with Keanu James. Wasn't all over after their uh, trick and trick or street fight. Again, thank you, Devil's Lita. Playground. Sorry. Devil Playground. Yeah, thank you, Lita, for booking this. I think we get Kiana and Roxanne both in this match. There's always the like. Last year, yeah, they did that last year. So yeah, I imagine they do it again. Maybe Roxanne's the one to get okay. in. Definitely a bit of a, a weird choice with Lash Legend. Definitely, I know she's not wrestling week to week on NXT TV. Of course, there's level up and stuff. But 
Still has not looked like how many times she going in the penalty box. <laughs> just stay in it until the end, and then maybe you have a chance of winning. Yeah, I like I think Lash Legend has such a like a powerful character yeah. and like her voice and like speaking is easy, very easy for her. But when it comes to wrestling, definitely like stands out, not up to par with some of the others on. The I show. get why they've kind of kept her around as long as she has. As they have, because you're right. Like she does have a star quality yeah. to her. Uh, she's pretty fun, especially in metaphor. Like she's excelling in that. In ring, still not really stepped it up, especially at the level when you look at like a like a Tiffany Stratton or or some of the people who've kind of come in at the same time. Yeah. Uh, like some of this did look pretty uh, clunky, and yeah, the the finish didn't look great. Um, but. Yeah, she's advancing. You might be right. Roxanne might still get another chance. But Lash is in the match. But Lash is in the match. Wow. Uh, we go to the locker room where we see all the tag teams. There's Hank and Tank. There's Idris and Malik. Uh, there's, who else was there? Briggs and Jensen. Briggs and Jensen. And if you were watching the camera on them, it's Briggs is on his phone. The whole and, time. And Jensen's like, hey, look, we're on, we're on screen right now. And Briggs is like, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm busy. And... Jensen kind of is giving him a look and then is kind of like looking over at his phone. Like, what are you doing? So this is the tension of Briggs and Jensen. I know this could be it. I don't know if I'm ready. Are they wait for it? Are they going their separate ways? Oh, is that what he used? <laughs> Remember yeah. that yeah. was the journey song. Yeah. Briggs, Briggs, uh, Jensen's like, wait, I can use that song going forward. I'm yeah. out. I'm done with this guy. No, it looks like Briggs is the one busy. He's too, he's too busy on his phone. Too busy. What's, who's he texting? The one leaking shit. Andre. I don't know what this guy would, how he's involved. That's a, that's no weird. idea. That's a, <laughs> anyway. Um, so Hank and Tank is saying they're all at the top of their games right now. And new champs means new number one contenders. Uh, and Tony and Stax come in with this, uh, this Italian girl. Have yeah. you seen her before? I, I, I don't think so. The wedding or something. Gambino uh, on Wow, another one on Wow that have like they've used the same Italian mobster characters. So I don't think this was her, but I could be wrong. Maybe Sino or Frank are yelling at us, but uh, I did not think it was the same one we've seen. The Gazas come in and they're they're wanting to challenge for the titles. And uh, Tony says, "Wait, last time we saw you, you got your asses handed to you by the Creeds, being slammed through tables." And uh, the Italian girl says, next week we're busy. We're celebrating with the family. So we're, we're having a, another, celebration? another celebration next week with the family. Okay. So I, I guess we... we're going to get more of this character. Yeah. But can we get better catering? Remember they had their meatballs. They, they didn't really, they were just sitting at yeah. the perch. Let's, they, what are they going to do for this party? Have more old Italian people in it? I'm down. <laughs> don't get me wrong. But... AJ Galanti. No, 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 we don't need him. I love how they still reference him, even though he's not been a character for like a year on the show. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's dead. I have no idea. Who he? Is. I have no idea. Gun <laughs> to my head, I cannot tell you. He's a, like a, a sports dude. Like I have no idea. Quickly, guess. Give me a guess. I said he's a sports like. I say like some shitty comedian. Wasn't he like in a? It was no wait. He was like a hockey team owner, the sketchy hockey team dude. There's something up here too, like Canadian. AJ Galanta. Oh man. Yeah. Anyway, so there's gonna be an Italian celebration. For the family. I don't know why I said Italian, but it's going to be Italian. Yeah. So it is that. But yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's going to be a bunch of good fellas. 
Oh, let's see what you did there. Did you see uh, Martin Scorsese uh, playing? You know, like there's this TikTok meme where like you you show it shows your face yeah. on your screen, and then it shows you two movies, and you have to pick. Right. And you go through a list, and then they start putting the ones you picked against each other, okay. and then you find out like what movie you think is superior. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Martin Scorsese's daughter or granddaughter making him play this TikTok. And Martin Scorsese chooses Birdman over like every other movie ever fucking made. And I was like, you didn't even make that movie. Have you seen all. Batman? Yeah, but I wouldn't put it over like Moana. <laughs> <laughs> I put Birdman over Moana. <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, anyways, Scorsese really loves Birdman. And everyone's it's like, a good that's, film. that's wild. It's a good film. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> I mean, uh, he can't pick his own film. No, he was picking Birdman over other people's things. But everyone's like, really? Over like I forget what they are now, but I was like watching. My reaction was the same, and as I went to be angry on social media, I realized everyone's like, "Whoa, Scorsese really loves Birdman." It's so good film. Keaton should have won. Yeah. Uh, we go to the Zaylee tea party. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I've always wanted to do this. It's NXT time, <laughs> literally, because we're gonna have some tea. Hey, you made tea. Hey, where's my tea? Oh, my tea's on the table. Oh, man. Do you want me to get your tea? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I'll, I'll explain everything. So uh, if you've been following NXT, Lyra Valkyria is our new NXT women's champion. And here she is watching the screen. This says earlier today. Thank you. Earlier today. And what? She's hanging out here with fake Regal. Yeah, Robbie Brookside. <laughs> Shout out Robbie Brookside. And some other bald British lads. We couldn't figure out who this was. Is this Danny Birch? <laughs> i don't know i don't he know sounded maybe scottish but so they're watching and they see that there something pops up on their screen and it says you are invited to the warriors tea ceremony they have the same technology mjf has on aew because she says i've got a text message and then it just pings to the phone <laughs> i never thought of that yeah yeah why would anyone know? anyways yeah yeah that's you get scammed. <laughs> so on Wednesdays, we've got the Like a Dragon Rising Man Who Must Not Be Named Street Fight. And on Tuesdays, we've got the <laughs> Zia Lee Warrior Tea Party. Comfort. Yes. So uh, Lyra Valkyria enters and it's like a kind of traditional like Chinese setting with these nice like rugs and tables. And, and Zaya's in her like traditional gear yeah lyra comes in and stops her and at first like she's like whoa, whoa, whoa what are you doing you can't come in here like that i thought she was like take off your your shoes but instead she's like you gotta wear this Zaya says i've got this vest baron corbin was wearing it earlier <laughs> put it on Vests. <laughs> so uh so lyra wears this vest oh. and um Zaya says this is how my ancestors acknowledged each other before combat and a deep bow is a sign of deep respect. And Lyra says, really? Deep respect isn't something I expected from you, Zaya. And Zaya says, look, I want to be noticed. And I want to be on an even playing field next week. So we must choose the correct leaves. Okay, so like I get with what they're going what they're going about i think the direction was in the right mindset yeah. but how it was pulled off was not something i liked uh also over top playing was like a bed of like chinese like you know what is it wind not wind chimes but like pretty like you know stock music of like yeah. what a chinese you know tea drinking thing would be 
and she's telling her like, Hey, I, I think it's actually really cool. If it was, it's, it's, she's basically saying like, Hey, you know, I'm reading your tea leaves. Cause that's a yeah. whole, that's a whole thing. But the way it was kind of about was a bit, a bit too, you know, college video. For so me. she, she goes on and pours the water on the tea leaves and says that when you pour the water, they transform. And this is what happens when we have a wrestling match, we transform and tea must be brewed at the correct temperature for the correct amount of time. Otherwise you can destroy it as they're delicate and they crumble. And that could be what happens next week when I consume you. And Zaya pours the tea and tells Lyra to consume the tea. And Lyra says, respectfully, I will not. And Zaya says, well, if you don't consume it, I will show no remorse in battle. And Lyra says, okay, well, next week, let's the, let the strongest warrior win. And they both bow, and Lyra takes a title, leaves. Ah, nice. Um, no, I, I'm with you. I kind of like the idea of this. You kind of see similar things in, you know, Karate Kid and that, like all those sure. kind of martial arts movies. It's you'll meet the enemy and it's like tomorrow we're fighting till death, but today we're going to drink tea. It's, it is kind of a something you see. And yeah, I think that I actually kind of like the Zaylee character. I've kind of liked her on, uh, on Raw recently, like going after Becky and wanting to go for this title. And, I think it somewhat works. I do think Lyra is kind of weak when it comes to the uh, the acting. I, I felt she's had a few of the awkward moments, and yeah. I think maybe this was laughable more because of Lyra than Zaya. I thought Zaya played it quite well, and I think back to you know when Lyra was awkwardly flirting with the Dragon Lee and stuff like that. It's just it hasn't connected with me. Her wrestling does. I really like her in ring. I mean, and I, that's probably why they're doing this kind of stuff to get her some laps around. Yeah, this kind exactly. Of stuff. Uh, I, but I, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't hate this as ridiculous it as it kind of might sound. Yeah, I, I like Zia Lee as well. I think they they've definitely done a good job of hiding like maybe some of her flaws, whether it be like actually in ring, but they've made her kick seem somewhat like viable and like strong. And I'm definitely interested in seeing what they do to book this in order to keep Zia Lee strong for like her feud on Monday nights with Becky. I'm wondering if Becky gets involved somehow, if there's something going that way, but yeah, I think, I think they had the right intention bringing in like the tea leaves and the reading your kind of almost like your fortune. And it didn't necessarily hit for me, but I think I'm, I'm interested and intrigued in the matchup next week, but I loved how Zaya's like, all right, next week we're going to kill each other, but like you have to consume your tea. And Lyra's like, you know what? This tea kind of smells a little funky. I'm I not. I drink this. this shit, and Zaya's a little offended by yeah. it. It's like, yo, I didn't like. But maybe you know she could have. Maybe she could have poisoned it. We've seen Zaya Lee like in, in this like cult yeah. thing before. Like we don't know. So maybe Lyra was smart not drinking the. Do tea. we get the return of Boa? Soon. I mean, we saw them backstage in that segment earlier with face paint. Boa and Dante Chen. So like, I don't know. Do oh, we get Tian yeah, Shah? Yeah. Mia, not Mia. Sorry, what was the Wendy other one? Chu. Yeah, but what was her character? Mei Ying. Mei Ying. Wow, you answered way faster than me and Sino <laughs> did last week. We are like, what was her name again? Mei Ying. Maybe we're getting some sort of, you know, dragon team back. Maybe yeah. their heels. But I don't know. Uh, I de- definitely like liked what they had in mind, but maybe it didn't come across. Yeah, there. I want to see Shawn Michaels' version of Tian Sha. <laughs> this is Tian Sha. Tian Sha. What kind of tea do you think this was? Like some classic green tea. It looks like a green kind of tea. The ones you get, like little thing. I like when you get tea at a restaurant. 
It's yeah. nice for digestion. What are we drinking right now? We're drinking the tea. My tea's gone cold. I'm wondering why. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like a good green tea more than like other teas. I'm definitely more of a coffee I, person. I'm a green tea kind of guy. Yeah, tea can kind of sometimes be gross, but I understand why people like it. And yeah. I like when it's got good stuff in it for you. Like helps you. Like like flavors. No, like green tea like helps, you know, I don't know, digest. Oh, just peppermint tea is good for like yeah. after dinner. Yeah, exactly. You know, when yeah, you've got yeah. gas. No. Smoking that green tea. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we go to Trick and Mello who are backstage and they're asked about the punch last week when Mello went to punch uh, Lexus King but accidentally hit Mello. And Trick is like, Look, I know it wasn't intentional. Like these things happen. He's aiming for Lexus. And Mello is like, yeah, but doesn't sound as convincing. Mm. And he reiterates that he wasn't the one that attacked Trick Williams and says tensions were high last week when they were talking with each other, but accidents happen. So Mello kind of alluding to like what, like Trick's gripes last week. He maybe set out a turn. Yeah. An accident. He also said something about lie detector, and then Mackenzie's like, whoa, lie detector, and then he, like, brushes her away. Yeah. So, yeah. And Mello says he's going to be in Trick's corner against Coffee tonight. Uh, I thought Mello was a little heavy-handed here, almost. Like, his... You think he was too, like, giving it away too much? Maybe. A little... I mean, later on, someone basically takes credit for the attack. That's yeah. not Mello. No. Which definitely... Stirs the pot even more for the coming weeks. But Mello basically like, oh, no, no. And the lie detector thing. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm not sure. Mello don't miss. We see Keanu James who says, uh, like, last year Roxanne won the Iron Survivor. Well, this year she can't, uh, courtesy of, she's calling herself KJ now. <laughs> and Gigi like comes in and she just says Keanu is full of shit. And Ariana Grace calls out who this was the girl she faced in the tournament. Petrovic? Is this Petrovic? Sword Lady? I think so. Um or no, wasn't it the replacement? Whoever the replacement was. Oh yeah. So, sorry, I thought this was the sword lady that attacked her. Yeah, they break out. Oh, we, we finished the tournament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, too many tournaments in wrestling. Uh <laughs> not enough. Ariana Grace calls out this girl from the other week and Gigi tells Grace, I hope you have experience with getting your ass whooped because that's what's going to happen tonight. And Ariana questions why does everything have to end in a fight? Might not be in the right profession, yeah, Ariana, but <laughs> she just wants to have fun. So Gigi and Ariana later. Yeah, can't wait. We see Bron Breaker <laughs> getting interviewed. Uh, he says he's the badass of NXT. He hurts people. He even got his shirt, Best Beer in the Business, made now into like a... like. Vessel, yeah, no, no. I'm sorry. I call them vests. Yeah, tank top. yeah, life beater, whatever. Yeah, it's best beer in the business. So he's got multiple versions of this shirt. Do you want one? Ah, uh, no, I'm alright. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine wearing this shirt in public. Best beer. No one, no one. What's this guy talking about? Best beer in the business. Uh, Dijak comes in and says, "While Bron was busy picking splinters out of his ass, I qualified to be in the Iron Survivor." He's like, look at me. And Bron's like, okay. Uh, Bron says, Dijak doesn't want him to win. Dijak doesn't want him in the Iron Survivor because he'll kill him. And Dijak says he does because he's the one person he can't break. Bron says, you better not want me because you'll be looking for retribution, pal. Oh, so, damn. 
Uh, I assume this is a qualifying match. Do you? I assume now Braun is added to this match. Yeah. Yeah. You see both these guys in it? Well, Dijak is in it. Dijak. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. From last week. Too many tournaments. But Braun, it kind of sounded like Dijak's like, hey, Braun, there's a tournament. You and your friends, you can't come. (laughs) And Braun's like, you know what? I don't want to be in it, but now I kind of do. So now he's like, he's going to yeah. be in it. So it's like, okay, cool. Yeah. Is at least, is, is Last Legend Dying in this Jack one? I just no. find very funny. Oh, yeah. He just shows up and is like. Yeah. He's he's funny on social media. I got to give him credit because he definitely is, is hilarious. But this character is so silly. It's so ridiculous. It's like, how do you expect us to have legs anywhere else past like being laughed at as the weirdo? Weird... He's good. I really Yeah, like he's a good wrestler. I yeah. really like him. Just so funny. We go to. Lita's two favorite wrestlers, Trick Williams and Joe Coffey. Whoop that trick. Yeah. Whoop that trick. I like it. <laughs> I love Booker T's ad-libs for this, dude. It's hilarious. It's great. Um, this is for the uh, to qualify for the Iron Survivor Challenge. Uh, Coffey goes for a backslide early, but Trick muscles out of it. Uh, pops Coffey up with an uppercut. Uh, didn't look too great, I didn't think. Uh, Trick then takes out Wolfgang and Mark Coffey on the outside. And then Trick is sent to the outside as we go to break. Uh, after the break, Joe Coffey does a handstand into a senton. A nice-looking leaping neck breaker, leg lariat, and then the flapjack goes for his what? What's he call this? Like the wrist control, like lift into the urinage. Um, Trick does it or Coffey? Trick. Yeah, I know he does the bookend, but he does the bookend after this. But he goes for his like finishing move. He's right. been using. But Joe blocks it. And then Trick hits the bookend and Book loses his mind. And then Joe kicks out of it and Book sounds pissed. Come on, man. <laughs> He's like, how can you kick out of my move? What the hell? Gallus then come out again and Mello tries to take out Wolfgang as Trick tumbles to the outside. Joe follows up with a tope suicida. And whereas we've seen in the past, Trick would kind of move Mello out the way and take the blow. We see Mello just kind of run away to get yes. out of the way of this. Yes, definitely kind of stretching the story here where Mello clearly saw this guy aiming for Trick and just went, nah, and like backed away. Yeah. Whereas they talked about in the promo a week or two ago, like, oh, like I've been there for you, but you're not Taking there the for bullet. me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Joe follows up with that shitty running headbutt thing he does. Yeah. It looks terrible. Take this out. Yeah. And then goes for all the best for the Bells. But Trick hits him with a flash knee instead and picks up the win. So even though, uh, like, Mello didn't take the bullet, Trick still did the job and picked up the yeah, win. Yeah, so even though Mello didn't help and kind of caused him a, a, a blow there, he still won. So I, I liked that. I liked yeah. that more than kind of the interview earlier, which felt a little heavy-handed with Mello being like, ah, oh, yeah. Whereas I, I thought this yeah. was, like, quite in a way but- i mean sure next week trick will say like yo i watched back my match what the, what the hell like you didn't take that bullet for me so there's it should but still- also mellow can be like hey man you've said you want to do things yourself yeah. like i'm just letting you he won sure. the match you know yeah. i you can play it both ways which i kind of like um i didn't think too much of the match personally i know trick has definitely improved but i was expecting a bit more joe coffee can be all right sometimes, but definitely was not really feeling this. Um, I'm happy Joe Coffey's not the one in the match, yeah. but I imagine maybe Mello gets added. As the well. men sounds more interesting so far than the women's, I would think. Because Lash Legends in the other one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I'm with you. The, the match was fine. I, I, a lot of, 
I think you're right. Some of Joe's stuff is really good. Some of his offense looks really yeah, like weird. And no, he's definitely had his moments. Even I, I watched him before WWE, and like yeah. he's definitely had some moments. But the uh, Iron Man, the Iron Man. That's right. He's not going to make it to the Iron Survivor. Yeah, uh, too bad. But uh, this wasn't too much to write home about. Uh, backstage, Dragonoff tells Wes Lee to leave a piece of Baron Corbin for him. And Wes alludes to him having other things on his mind as well, kind of mm. looking at the NXT championship. So maybe Wes wants a shot in this Iron Survivor, mm. which would be awesome, I yeah. think. Yeah. We see Lexis King, uh, who comes to Baron Corbin. And I mean, oh my God, this guy's facial hair, man. It's terrible. This thing, this lineup he's got is ridiculous. I have never seen this in, in person. Like I <laughs> joked to you maybe a week ago or so, like this looks like the GTA character yeah. lineup. And now he's a newer one. Yeah. Like a fresher lineup. It looks like it's like glued onto his face. It looks as well like Velcro or something. For Halloween, I'd like grow out a beard and yeah. then darken my beard. It's like shoe polish. It looks like he's painted yeah. on his beard. It's it's really bizarre. It's really it's, bizarre. I can't look. He looks fake, like Ken. It, like, it kind of works for him being a, a bad guy. This heel, yeah, and it's just weird. Yeah. Uh, so Corbin says, "Look, Lexis, you taking out Trick was a big move." And Lexis says that he always knew he'd be a big player in this game. Corbin asks how he got. How'd the, you do it? How'd you do it? And Lexis doesn't tell him, but wishes him luck later. Yeah, so he says, like, man, I got I to gotta ask, how'd you do it? How did you hit someone from behind that I've done a million times? Yeah. Because I've been in this game for almost 10 years. But Lexis, how did you do it? How did you take this guy out and not anyone find out? And I'm asking you in front of the camera. So Lexis is kind of alluding to... Taking credit. He's, he's worked with someone maybe to get this job done. Yeah, he's, he's basically like, oh, you know, like, I had to do what I had to do. And, uh, but also, I, I kind of get the sense with this character it could be something where he's just full of shit yeah he's coming he's right. trying to shed the image of his father and he's trying to be a big deal and basically any bad shit that happens he'll take credit for and he had nothing to do with this yeah i think it that would make it a, well. a more interesting story if it comes if if we find out like oh i'm t- he's the one who attacked him yeah yeah that's right i did it and then see you know Tommy, that was me yeah yeah like, yeah just yeah. <laughs> like he should take credit for it and then it comes out like no it was mellow it's going to be mellow at the yeah. end of the story. It has to be. But at this point, right now, we're led to believe that it's Pillman Jr. and his lineup. Yeah. It's really the person who should be taken out is this guy's barber. <laughs> it's terrifying. He's chosen. He's gone back to him, though. He's, he's chosen <laughs> this to, to look like this. Yeah. <laughs> his hair is great. His teeth are great. It's just like his he got shirts new teeth, are great. He? He, he yeah. Got new teeth yeah. Yeah. I do need to know who he went to. He's. This guy is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I remember when that was a thing in AEW. But, like, <laughs> that lineup, man, I can't not look at it. It's bizarre. I kind of want his picture. He posted a photo on his social today. I was laughing at it so much because I'm like, this lineup. Is- shirt? The shirts are funny. It's wrestling, right? Like, you got to dress like it's wrestling. Yeah. But, like, the lineup. <laughs> Halloween costume ideas. Oh, boy. <laughs> we go match the Brawn Brutes, uh, Butch, and Ridge. I. I know they're British because I saw them wearing their hats and jackets, yeah. their coats last last week. But their gear tonight looked like Team Angle. Like I know, like the colors and your flags are similar, but it looked very USA, like July Fourth gear from the Brawling Brutes for me. Today. I mean, our like white and red and blue are 
yeah, UK the, colors the, as well. That's what I'm saying. Look, I understand that it, you guys got the same colors, but like it didn't come across very British. It looked almost like USA. Like, I, I don't know. I, I thought that it looked very baseball USA kind of thing. All but right. maybe they're like, hey, we, we're in the States now. But I'm not expecting them. To, I actually, I would have liked it if they just wore their petticoats and their hats. Yeah. Yeah. They're taking on OTM. Puddle of mud. Uh, <laughs> they come out with the, the Grand Theft Auto like font. logo. And yeah, font and that's stuff, pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Uh, but Butch stomps on Lucian Price's elbow and drop kicks him to the outside. Uh, there's the ten beats of the Baron to both uh, Price and uh, Nima. Uh, then there's an Urnagi from Bronco to Ridge on the apron. Like quite, quite impressive getting the big guy up there. And then like the Foot face stomp from Price to Dunn. Uh, Bronco holds back Dunn as Price charges at him in the corner with a clothesline. And then uh, there's Ridge comes in with this spinning Urinage to Price, who is, again, a big guy. He's picking up and just throwing him around here. Ridge then gets caught with this huge slam. Dunn runs in with an Enziguri. Gets caught with a big slam onto onto ridge yeah and then bronco throws up dunn into a knee to the gut for a two count bronco goes for a choke slam but dunn enziguris him and goes up top but price leaps up after him to the top rope but dunn catches him breaks his fingers hits the moon salt taking up scripts and bronco on the outside as ridge power bombs nema and then the brawling brutes hit their kind of like almost a magic killer DDT. Yeah, is this a shout out to Danny Birch and Oni Larkin? Because this is their old move too. Oh, the one two, the one two DDT. Yeah, yeah, for the win. I mean, they were in a team with them, weren't they? That's right, at exactly. Yeah. yeah. So uh, the brawling brutes send them back into the mud. Yes, <laughs> essentially uh, here. Uh, there was the streets versus the streets. So we found out which streets are superior. The streets of even though Scripps says he's from St. Louis and their Titantron is like GTA Vice City, California or whatever, but we have it here. British streets are harder is mm. what I learned from watching this. Uh, OTM, I'm actually happy didn't just get the win over an actual tag team just because they're new. Yeah, I know they they are new. We've kind of been like, ah, they're not really ready for being put into this. I still kind of think that, but they still look a bit better than they have before. So They'll, they're going to get better and better. That's all you can hope yeah, for. Yeah, I, I think this is the right spot for yeah. them right now. I, I'm with you. I'm glad they're not over-pushing them at yeah. this point. Uh, I think Brawling Brutes look really smooth as a tag team now. Like yes. I, Seeing Ridge, I think he looks good in there. And I, I kind of like this pair together. I also like, we, we mentioned earlier about Noam being more scared about Chad than he is Otis. Oh, I'm way more scared of Pete Dunne. Exactly. Ridge. But in this match, it was believable he's his little guy i mean I, oh, ridge might throw me around a bit and hurt me i'm not sure no i but i mean a bit it didn't look like it's been such a thing with with wrestling with vince mcmahon's vision of oh we can't have this small guy and this big guy i was pete dunn in there against these two big lads i'm like yeah you beat the shit out of them yeah like yeah. I, I believed it uh but yeah this was kind of fun yeah i could see otm getting better and better and doing things like this doing house shows i know nxt loops and all that like that will help these guys yeah, better. And the the team of them definitely works for me. I like scripts a the lot look, better. Yeah, it yeah. looks a good unit. Yeah, yeah. It looks like a proper team. So I know they lost tonight, but I think they gained more uh, reps in here. We see Joe Gacy, who... Uh, this was weird. 
It's like a handheld camera thing. He's well, it's, he's doing it on his phone. Yeah, he's on the roof of the PC. He's on the roof, and he's basically like uh, he kind of throws references to like I'm not the. This isn't my yard. I'm not the big. Dog. Says I feel like the last man in the desert looking for the, uh, for water that doesn't exist. I'm a ghost wandering the halls of NXT trying to find my place and purpose. And I feel the energy of the people below me going through my feet, but no one really knows me. I don't fit in. And as he's doing this, we're watching this. I'm like, oh my God, is, are they going to joke that he's like, this is his like goodbye video? Cause he's on the roof. I wasn't too far off. Yeah. He says, I'm not the biggest dog in the yard or justice, but I'm here right now. An unhinged maniac. And this is where it begins, and this is where it ends. As we, he, he jumps off the roof, <laughs> like the he, camera goes. He doesn't. Off. Yeah, he does not. Ju- he alludes to maybe I'll show up right now, and he kind of shows the the doors of the PC, like down below. Yeah, and then he just throws the camera off the roof. Like again, he didn't jump. It it felt very, yeah, those vibes. Yeah, yeah. So I I definitely did not like this, um, but. If this means he's done or he's going to interfere, is he going to be in this Iron Survivor thing? I don't know. But I did not think this was the right way. If if a few seconds into this promo, I got the vibe as a viewer being like, is he like saying goodbye because he's about to kill himself? Yeah. And then he does, in fact, throw the camera. And then the commentary are like, oh, man. Well, that was weird. Anyway, <laughs> over to Gigi Dolan and Ariana Grace. It was like, what? So, yeah, uh, not really a fan of this. Uh, I'm I'm definitely like still somewhat one of the only people who are in Joe Gacy's corner, but if they're going to continue doing shit like this, then no, I, I'm not for it. But the guy is a good wrestler. I don't know what we do with him, but definitely not pretending that he's a, a sad, lonely ghost who's jumping off the roof. Maybe that was the end of that version of Joe Gacy and we'll see something else. But yeah, I, I'm kind of with you. We, we have this conversation every now and then about, you know, yeah, this is scripted drama and scripted dramas get away with, like so much more and why does wrestling have, but it's wrestling and there's yeah. always stuff that you just go, yeah. I don't know if I want to allude to yeah. this guy killing himself. Suicide really. character. Like, yeah. yeah, it didn't work in TNA. It's not going to work here. Didn't work. Was it Tim White? I was just well? thinking Tim White. Yeah. It yeah. gave me those vibes. That's, I don't know if that was on TV. It probably was, yeah, but yeah, like, yeah, was. man, that was bad too. Yeah. But this is 2023. We go to Gigi Dolan taking on Ariana Grace. Uh, there's a lot of posing from Grace in the early parts of the match. Her, wave. her waving, her like prom queen stuff. Uh, running crossbody from Gigi. Uh, Grace comes in with these like right and left strikes that she's obviously been learning at Battle Arts Academy. Ariana? Yeah. Oh, yeah, shout out Santino. Yeah. Uh, followed by snap suplex. Uh, Gigi goes for a backslide and then an inside cradle. And then Grace starts slamming Gigi's head against the mat. I want to remove this move. Whenever, especially with the women, like it just yeah. takes me back to kind of divas cat fight days. Just right. looks shitty. Um, Gigi starts to fire back, uh, hits an STO for a two count, and then a backslide. Uh, sorry, Ariana goes for a backslide with the assist from the ropes, but the referee catches her, and then Gigi hits her with a roundhouse kick, and then her sort of finishing DDT move she's been using, yeah, for the win. Yeah, uh, another match on this show that I'm just like, okay, it was there. Gigi is someone who's ever since coming to WWE definitely hasn't really impressed in ring. She's got kind of like a a look and a character and an attitude that definitely stands out as a character in wrestling. But 
something about her matches still like don't do it for me where I think watching this, I was more impressed at seeing new stuff from Ariana Grace, including like that backdrop suplex and stuff. So yeah, Gigi's still like in this like stagnant role for me, like has not moved from where she's been for quite a while. So I feel like a definite broken record every week. We talk about her, her every feud she's in. We just go, Oh great. Now we have to watch this feud. We don't we want it to be over. I don't think she has a character beyond her look. Fair. I, you know, yeah, it's I, like she looks, oh, the cool gothy looking chick, yeah. but she doesn't have any character. Her I character guess you're right. Yeah. isn't interesting. Like Toxic Attraction worked as yeah. it, but she never really stood out. Yeah, definitely on, definitely on the, 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 like the boring end of the state of the roster right now. And it doesn't do much. I, yeah. yeah, I think she's very clunky in the ring. And I... Like, I want to see more from Ariana. She's obviously newer to this, yeah. but I think the character really works for me. And I think she sure. shows a lot of personality in her matches as well. This match wasn't great. You no. could see a lot of, like, just slow motion and sort of thinking, okay, what's next? I think there was a point Did Ariana just, is she going for a submission or a pin? It might even be Gigi. Yeah. And just, I'm going to go for a pin here. And it, it just felt awkward. And there's a lot of times we watch GG matches or some of the newer talent that are like trying out their first few matches on TV and it's very slow motion y and like go and just I, rehearsing what they've and done. And I give like, like Ariana Grace a pass on that. I give any of these like women's breakout tournament people a pass because they're new and yeah. they're PC recruits and this developmental. But Gigi Dolan, who's been in the system for three years and was wrestling before then. Like Mayan Classic was a yeah. long time ago. Yeah, you know I don't really give so much of a pass to. Yeah, uh, funny. I'm I'm catching up on the wrestlers on yeah. Netflix, which is a fantastic show. Um, and there's an episode, the one I watched last night. I'm still not done it, but they're they're talking about wow because some of the wrestlers go over to women yeah. of wrestling, and so it it shows like a few of them, a few of the wrestlers from OVW like making fun of wow, and like some behind the scenes is they it's revealed that. Uh, for the taping of Wow for the match, you have they have to practice the match for a week before they film right. it. And I'm like, as someone who watches that, I'm like, wait, you practiced a week, and that's the best we got, right? That's kind of how I feel with some of these yeah. matches in the, in the performance center. It's like you practiced this yeah. for like a million times, you drilled this for like the whole week, and this was the outcome. Like, yeah, something's not we're, something's not adding up here, essentially. Yeah. So. I'm not just saying it was this match, but this this whole show really was kind of yeah, the, yeah. The uninterested stories and kind of matches. It was one of the weakest NXTs for a long, a long time, time, and I've been yeah. pretty high on it yeah. recently, but this week didn't do it to me uh, for me. After match, Grace just puts a crown and sash back on, and she don't care. Good for her. Yeah, uh, we get this. This is probably the highlight. This <laughs> video package highlighting oh, yeah. the entire history of Von Wagner and Robert Stone, how they started in the PC on the same day. This had uh, like a voiceover. Yeah. It all started. The journey that started with the photograph. <laughs> and it's, yeah, the, the first photograph is them together in the PC. They signed to WWE the same day. And then it's showing trust was being built. And we're showing everything leading up to, you know, going to the uh, psychiatrist. Started as... T- therapy they were at each other's necks at some points it showed they don't get along uh and then it's showing uh like 
both standing up for each other and the the injury to von wagner and his recovery him trying to pull those rubber bands all of that and then it cuts it's beautiful watch this there's I, piano soft piano I, over this it. is a video i oh, think wow. we should all like look back on every five years just yeah. the the history of von wagner and mr stone Honestly, this one's being added to my list. I, you you joke, but never forget Von Wagner and Kyle O'Reilly. In the oh, yeah, yeah. Like that one's I have saved that <laughs> I watch back. This one's being added to the and list. And Briggs and Jensen with the state. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but spoilers, um, Kyle O'Reilly's still hanging out in the woods, and that's where he found the devil mask. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I think. We then see Von and Stone are just like watching this. They're like, wow. That, oh, yeah, this, that this had me howling. It cuts away from this beautifully voiced over, soft, emotional video to them watching this video. It's together. like they've been shown in yeah. the first time. They're, They're like, like, oh, wow. Oh, look, it's us. And they go, wow, powerful stuff. <laughs> powerful stuff. And then Von is like, ah. As he clutches his head. We've been through a lot, Stone man. goes, are you okay? He's like, yeah, yeah, I'll be fine. Goes, well, Vaughn, do you want to come to dinner tonight? With Von, my family? With my family. Vaughn says, oh, well, if your wife makes that pasta with the little sausages, I'll have two plates. But easy on the asparagus, though. No, asparagus. no joke. Asparagus. <laughs> so, so he leaves as Vaughn's like, asparagus sucks which definitely got a laugh out of me but vaughn man first of all you don't like pistachio ice cream and now you don't like asparagus i like asparagus i love asparagus it makes your pee smell i know good. it makes your pee smell bad but like it's still pretty good it's tasty yeah the asparagus is not your pee <laughs> <laughs> but like yeah uh i, I want to know this this pasta recipe with the little sausages yeah, is it penne what, what sausage? are these little sausages he specifically Vienna said sausages? little sausages. <laughs> Gourmet. Uh, yeah. I'll, not... I'll message Mr. Stone now. Yo, I've already had people reply to me today. <laughs> Yo, Stone, need that recipe at ASAP. <laughs> the pasta with the little sausages. No asparagus. Extra asparagus. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds great. I want to go to Stone's house for, lunch, for dinner. Yeah, this storyline is ridiculous. With Von Wagner and Robert Stone, I don't know if this will ever make it to main roster, but I'm, you know, I, I think we need to remember sometimes to live in the moment. And yeah. as, as we get to live and witness this story unfold here, we just got to ride the wave while we can, because sooner or later we will, we'll be talking about how much we miss Von Wagner and Robert Stone, because this either leads to Von Wagner, absolutely murdering him, or they go up on the main roster together, or they, I don't know, but, like what what happens after this? He lost his match but destroyed Braun. I'd put him in the Iron Survivor. They're both gotta be in the Iron Survivor. Right? Both oh Braun and it, Vaughn, it should, not Stone. It, yeah, it should just be a big lads thing. Yeah, and Wes. Braun, Vaughn, Dijak. Who who are other big guys? Uh, Tunde got the push, didn't he? He's oh, out. Yeah, he's gone, right? Yeah. yeah four went out. Yeah. I mean, this was hilarious. Yeah, I this I, I would because what we're doing with Vaughn. Are we just, I feel like we're the only ones who love Vaughn. No, yeah. I don't think so. I think, you think there's more I Vaughn love? Over. Yeah, a lot, lot of Vaughn love. Some Vaughn Wagner waggers? Yeah. <laughs> Some what? <laughs> Is that what he calls? What, what would you call your fans if you're a Vaughn Wagner? Uh, your waggers? Waggers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Vaughn 
the Vaughn gang. I don't know. We'll think about it. We'll work on that one. <laughs> we see Eddie Thorpe with his earrings and he says, uh, whoa, this year's been a trip. And Mackenzie's like, yeah, where the fuck have you been? <laughs> He's like, oh, I've been up growing trees. <laughs> he says, well, I won my strap match, but it depleted me mentally and uh, physically. Right. So I went to the woods and focused on my woo So he did go to the woods. Yeah. He, I wasn't joking. He actually, he, went, he was like, man, this guy's been tearing down trees. We need to, to grow some more. And he wants to show Jerry Lawler and JBL that he's ready. JBL will be like, in my days, we wouldn't go to the woods. We'd be on the road 24-7. Yeah. Eddie Thorpe. I'm sure won- JBL really respects people going to the woods to find their woo-ha. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you're telling me JBL and Jerry Lawler are, 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 are the ones that this guy's trusting. I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> Fuck me. I mean, yeah. Uh, if you listen last week, me and Sino were joking like, who's Jerry Lawler going to pick? Roxanne Perez and Thea Hale. Yeah. <laughs> Lita picked Roxanne already, so she beat him to the punch. Yeah. But- yeah, um, kind of weird. A sentence that came out of this guy's mouth was like, I really want to impress Jerry Lawler. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Eddie, you're too old. Um, so, I, yeah, I, he's, he, he did mention he's in the woods. Like, yeah, keeping... he, was, he was finding himself again. Yeah. And this is when Gulak and Dempsey come in and say, oh, you're about as pathetic as that suicidal Joe Gacy. <laughs> they didn't say it like that, but they didn't not say they it like that. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Dempsey says, uh, take me on in the ring. I'm going to stretch you and you've never faced people like us. So I assume we're getting Dempsey and Eddie Thorpe next week, which could be pretty good, actually. Charlie just wants to stretch everyone. He's yeah. been saying this week in and week out. I'm going to stretch you. He's just really got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> but stretching. But that could be a good match. We see Andre Chase being interviewed by Dan Matha. And no, it's not. Oh, rest, not rest. Pour one out. <laughs> We've lost Dan Math a long time ago, but this was pretty funny. When, whenever fake. I say Dan Math, it's just the hand with the dictaphone. You what just did you see a bunch of the hands. This was fake paparazzi, though. Yeah. As this was like classic, like Kanye West coming out of like a, a restaurant and all the paparazzi yeah. are like, Andre Chase, Andre, Mr. Chase. And he's like, you know, jacket over his head, trying to escape. And then his collar is all skewed. Yeah. And, and then he. He's trying to get into the parking lot as all the all these people, paparazzi, are there. But then JC Jane pulls up. So Andre says, look, obviously we lost the titles, but I have no comments on any other matters. JC pulls up and goes, Andre, get in the car. So he gets in the car with JC Jane and they drive off. Oh, scandalous. To the, to the Holiday Inn. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I don't know if that's where they're going, but... It's potentially, I think JC's involved somehow. Like, think about it. Do you it. think she's framed him? Yeah. Like, now I'm thinking she's involved in whatever caused the, the bad because she's taken over. But she's she been, helped them win the titles, though. Yeah. She's been acting all like that she's on their side, yeah. but I think she's trying to take them down. So I think she's been planting evidence Interesting. Uh, against Mr. Chase. Or she's just like, no, I'm just like supporting my friend. Leave him alone. I'd love, I, I want to them to be an item. I want them to be an item. I think that yeah, sounds yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. The CW is going to be looking for, you know, on-screen character relationships, and that could be a hot property. Andre Chase and Thea Hill. The first episode of uh, of the CW will be the wedding. That's how we started USA, wasn't it? 
Or very early USA was Dexter and Indy. Shawn Michaels. With that great line, yeah. did somebody say Andre Chase? Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah wow. Recreate JC and... We've had some weddings on NXT. JC Chase. JC Chase. Wow. It has a nice ring to it. JC. Better than, like, Julia Gulia. <laughs> um, I'm wondering if that is, like, the case. Like, she and him have this affair. But imagine you're, like, Shawn Michaels... Pitching to the CW, like, all right, Sean, look, if we're going to have WWE products on our, our CW, we're going to need, like, hot, sexy romance. And he's like, I, I know the it. man. I got it. <laughs> the guy who wears a sweater. And he's a professor. <laughs> so ridiculous. So ridiculous. You know, I just, this character's been around for, like, three years Too long, now, man. Too long. But I don't hate it. <laughs> too long, this show makes me question my sanity like far many two times than, than once, but yeah. Uh, we go to a main event. Free Andre Chase. He's innocent, I tell you. He's yeah. innocent. Don't cancel people before you don't I'm, know I'm why. standing behind Chase. You're standing behind Chase? Yeah. Yeah, me too. We're gonna well, I don't canceled. know what he's done yet. Yeah, yeah, watch. We're going to get canceled by the time this comes out. Have you listened to uh, John Pollock and Waiting talk? No. Are they canceled? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I look at them both very differently after that episode. Oh shit. The shit these two did. Yeah. Like what'd they do? Like they're vandals. Oh. I don't know. It's, I haven't listened to it. Yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty disgusting behavior to be honest. I I don't know if this will ever happen, but pick, hear me out. <laughs> Behind the talk. <laughs> Behind the talk? Yeah. Once a year, crossover event. We 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 do a behind the BDE talk show. It's hard to pin those guys down. They're, they're busy dads. Yeah, exactly. But it'll happen one day. Okay, I'm down behind yeah. the talk. We'll like we'll we'll ask them inappropriate questions. Yeah, <laughs> and they can do the same to us. We'll make them just very uncomfortable the whole yeah, time. Yeah. We usually do whenever <laughs> we're around them, anyways, <laughs> or live on their YouTube stream. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, we'll make them feel uncomfortable. Like we don't do that already. <laughs> I'm down. <laughs> Behind the talk. Coming soon. Uh, talking about feeling uncomfortable, Baron Corbin comes out for the main event. Okay. Baron Corbin. Yeah. Minus the fucking vest. Yeah. He had some good gear. All right. His pants, his trunks, whatever. What are these? Long boys? Yeah, just pants. Trunks. Baron Corbin's long boys Tights. actually looked good. There. I'll admit it. He looked good. He finally, finally. How long has he been in WWE? He finally got gear. I went, wow, those look good. They fit you. They had fire on them. They had like colorful, like a Flames. like a teal or orange. Ships. Was that what it is? Yeah. Is they, there a ship on they were fire? Burning ships. Oh, good for him. It looks great. Yeah. He finally did it, guys. You know what? Now he could be something. Your favorite wrestler. He could be something. Okay. Not my favorite wrestler, but like if he looks this way, he looks better. He's taking on Wesley in the main event. Corbin gets Wes in the corner with a big chop. Wes comes back with a Rana. Uh, Corbin just. This looked pretty good, actually. Grabs Wes by the like wrist and drags him around, like spinning him in a circle before delivering this huge clothesline. Looked pretty good, and yeah. someone like Wes could take it really well. Corbin is just dominating him here. Uh, goes for a running shoulder in the corner, but Wes moves, uh, starts to fight back with some punches and knees to the stomach, and then drop kicks Corbin out the ring, followed by a low pay. And then uh, this looked pretty cool on the outside. Wes swings around the post, uh, doing like a double kick, kind of like a 
619 on the outside. Yeah, uh, Ray Mysterio has hit this a few times. I know he's kind of messed it up a few times. So Wes actually made this look very impressive. I think Ray hit it in his match against Orton and Kurt at WrestleMania. Okay. He does it around the post and yeah. kind of botched it. But this this looked really cool. Uh, there's He then climbs top rope and does like a one-legged top rope missile drop kick thing. Uh, for, and then Corbin comes back with a tiltable backbreaker. Wes drop kicks him back into the ropes. And then Corbin starts to climb to the second rope, but gets Enziguri to the floor. And now Wes Lee is running and hits a tope con Hilo. But Dominic Mysterio is out there. And well, Dom did what Mello didn't do earlier. Dom takes the bullet wow. for Baron Corbin. And so Wes just beats up Dominic, sends him out of there. Runs back into the ring right into the end of days, and Baron Corbin wins. Yeah, uh, okay, of a match, probably the best match on this show. There wasn't a lot of great wrestling on this show, to be completely honest, but at least this one drives somewhat of a story. It kind of hurts Wes with just coming back, but obviously, I guess Dom was the reason that he lost the match, at least is the kind of excuse for the finish there, but. Yeah, like Corbin had some moves in it. I'm not sold on him as the challenger for Ilya, but he has nice pants now. So, you know, never say never. But this definitely didn't hit uh, for me, but was probably the better better of the matches on this show. I'm really happy Wes is back, and I, I see a lot of in Wes now. I think he's way more comfortable on screen playing himself and less of like a, hey, like me, I'm a cool, nice guy. And like, I, I don't like that from him. I like him being a bit more of himself and, his wrestling is impressive. That 619 Tiger faint kick was good. All his moves are good. It was him doing a lot of the work for Corbin. I, I do see Wes as potentially being the one to dethrone Ilya, Ilya down the sure, line. Sure, yeah. Um, I think Wes needs that moment with the title. Um, and But he's busy with Dom. I see him winning that title back. Yeah, I, I, I kind of feel he's had his run. He had a pretty long run with it. And I don't know. I, I feel he'll, like, in the next six months he'll be so does he enter this survivor match and win it and get his match against Ilya at like what stand and deliver or something yeah I don't know. yeah i don't i think you would get the match before way before that pay-per-view but is that the well, I, I think you can keep them both distracted until until that? then but i i see maybe yeah Ilya dropping to to where's at stand and deliver and okay. wet and Ilya moving up I yeah could totally see sure um after that uh we see uh, Dragunov runs out and goes to the Torpedo Moscow on uh, Baron, but gets caught with the end of days. And as you think, uh. Dragunov is just taken out. He gets on the mic and says, you've made a grave mistake, and now you have to live with the consequences. You want a match as bad, this bad, then you got it. I'll see you at deadline. I didn't like him getting geeked out by Corbin. Mm. He came out trying to sneak attack Corbin to get revenge for the sneak attack on him. Yeah. Fair enough. But then gets beat up. Yeah. And then Corbin leaves and went, nah. But it's kind of his style. Like his thing is he gets beaten up, but he's still standing and yeah. he's not like lying. He's on the mic at the end, calling him out. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think the, the match is particularly exciting. Um, I really enjoyed both iron survivor matches last year. I thought they were pretty fun. Um, Right now, I'm not so sure with the people we've had announced. And um, I think they're going to have to add uh, a couple of hot singles matches to make me more interested in this uh, PLE. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think this was 
unfortunately one of the weaker NXT episodes recently. None of the wrestling really hit for me. Uh, like the the Andre Chase stuff is a little confusing. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't overly enjoy this week. No, I did not like this episode of NXT. I know they've been on quite a run lately, and this isn't necessarily meaning that they're back in the shitter, but like it was definitely a step down. And uh, I'll definitely say that this pay-per-view is not looking very exciting to me. I, I, I can't say I wasn't a fan of the Iron Survivor matches last year, but they are very forgettable. I don't like the TNA time box thing. I don't like how last year Waller won and then had his TV title match and then it was just over with. Like, they, they treat, like, the pay-per-views are based around this like it's war games. No, he had pay-per-view matches. He had a pay-per-view? He had, like, he had like a couple. A, a few a shots at the... Thing. Yeah, because they had the one with the, the like, remember, the like, rope broke, causing Braun to win, and then they had the cage match. Okay. Like, they had a bit of a series. But okay, yeah. yeah. I mean... Uh, I'm sure like there'll be some good matches with the, especially the men's one having who we see in it already and possibly being added. Like, yeah, it could be some good wrestling in it, but definitely would just prefer like some classic single matches, tag team matches and stuff. But I, I know they, t- they like to spice things up and, and mm. switch things up a bit, but already definitely my interest in this pay-per-view is, is at a very recent all-time low for some of the recent PLEs have mm. been pretty good yeah. cards. And this one, you're telling me the main event is, Either a Iron Survivor match with Lash Legend or Baron Corbin in yeah. a title match. So honestly, this pay per view is not already too exciting, no. and it's uh, <laughs> it's in a few weeks. <laughs> well, that's what we thought. Let's go to the Facebook group to find out what you guys thought. Yes, join Poison Rana on Facebook. Search Poison Rana. Join the page, like the page, then find the Facebook group. And hey, there's even a chat you can join in and chat with us. We all like to chat and share memes and stuff, but there's a group you can, we post up feedback threads and we'll read your feedback on the shows just like this one. Would you like to go first? Sure. We start with Frank, our champ, Fire Frank, who says, the Booker T line of the week, Booker T, you know, Andre Chase, he's a man, Vic. Yes, I know he is a man. (laughs) I know Eric Marcotte is upset that NXT legend, the world warrior Caval wasn't invited to the Warriors tea ceremony. Oh, that'd be great. Shout out T. Very rude of Lyra to turn down that cup. It could have been the best tea party since Santino, Seamus, and Kozlov. <laughs> Was that the last famous wrestling tea party? Sounds like in my dark. Years. That sounds like no. That sounds almost like I'm talking about some political thing. But no, <laughs> yeah. that was just that was just a segment on on Raw years ago. The family again has the gold, and Big Ange is proud. I guess that's who. It, Big Ange. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sadly, Chase U appears to be headed towards sanctions by the NCAA. Love the Von Stone video and skit. No asparagus. I wonder if Frank is. Frank doesn't like asparagus. You just know it. Yeah. Nice asparagus on the Barbie. He doesn't like. I feel like Frank isn't an asparagus guy. Fair enough. Yeah. Manny from Pacoima writes in, Sean has heat with me. How dare he book one of my favorites, Gigi and Ariana Grace against each other. The Mello and Trick story continues to tease that Mello is the attacker to the point it feels too obvious, which makes me think it's not Mello. I think it's Wes. Something about his interaction with Ilya makes me think it's him. He kind of hesitated when Ilya asked if Wes would sink to attacking him for the title or something like that. Pour one out for the Globe Theater, which has PWG's current <laughs> home base as it's shutting down. Shout out Corbin for his sick owl and wolf back piece. 
I'm looking forward to the Heritage Cup match, but I hope we see Dar and Gable in a regular singles match sometime soon. In the words of Ariana Grace, I love you all. Wow, Manny's a huge Ariana Grace fan. Keep it up, Manny. I, I need to hear more of this week by week. And finally, we go to Magan, oh, who says, A trope in adventure films is where the hero drinks poison. The tea ceremony showed that Lyra was smart to not fall for it. The pre-taped setting helped Zia Lee's language barrier, and it made for a cool segment. The tag match was good, and Andre Chase selling that his head wasn't in the game was well done. I'm getting annoyed by the constant running finishes lately, not just NXT, but all of WWE programming. It was irritating seeing Jakara return to distract the ref after she was ejected. I could forgive the Dom run-in because it protected Wesley in defeat. Ilya's going to send Baron Corbin to God in Bridgeport, and it's good that Trick qualified for the Iron Survivor Challenge. I bet Melo will make it too, and the other shoe will drop during deadline. An okay episode. Thank you, Megan. Thank you, Manny. And thank you, Frank, for writing in. We appreciate all the feedback there. But yeah, um, maybe Melo, the final turn happens in the match. If Trick and Melo are both in their Iron Survivor match, then. But then wait, we already got Braun, Dijak. Who are we going to add there? Trick, Melo, and Wes? Trick, sorry, Trick, Melo, Dijak, Braun, Vaughn. I think Wes would be added before You think Wes? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, I mean, there is fun you can have with the with the time element of it. Is it 30 minutes? 25. But you can, but you can have more of a scramble like at the end, yeah. which Trick could just win it as Melo is going for that final four is or something. points? I forget now. It's points, yeah. yeah right. And I think you could have like some drama between the two at the end there and you do the turn after it. You have Trick win and Melo like raises his hand and then beats him. Oh, really? Okay, I wouldn't see either of them winning it. I'd see that they're the reason both of them lose is because of each other and something happens and then whoever right. else is there to pick up. I'd see Wes do, although you're right. And the Wes for Sam deliver is way too far away. So the winner of this would have to have their shot. So maybe it's not Wes and he still gets taken down. I don't know necessarily if they're teasing Wes as the attacker, but it's possible with mm. that with that segment, him saying like, Oh, you know, I'd do things too for the title. So yeah. we shall see, but Stand and deliver. I know that's time and ways away. Right as we ended the show last week, it then came out. WWE was like, no, actually, it is happening on the Saturday WrestleMania weekend. So for those interested in WrestleMania weekend and NXT stand and deliver, they will be doing the show the Saturday before night one of WrestleMania. And the venues are like pretty much across the street from each other. So it's very accessible for people attending. So if we are going for WrestleMania weekend, it is very easy to easily go to stand and deliver and kind of looking a little snapshot, uh, I would say Wes versus Ilya to be your main event for that show at this kind of point in time, unless you're going Braun and Ilya again. But I'd say Wes is Wes, I think is Wes, Ilya, yeah. And maybe Tiff Lyra too, since like the kind of history there. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then maybe we'll, uh, I can't, will Andre Chase even still be there? Who knows? It's a way away. Yeah. It's a yeah. long time away. So uh, deadline's the next one on December 9th. And, uh, we'll see how it goes. But that was NXT this it was. week. We hope you enjoyed us talking all about it, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. And, uh, yeah, check us out on Poison Rana. Search Poison Rana in your podcast app or YouTube. Hit that subscribe and check out all the other shows that we do. We will be going live on Sunday chatting all about AEW full. No, is it full gear? Yeah, it's full gear. Yeah, that's right. The November pay-per-view. Um, I can't wait for tomorrow night. The... 
end of like man, a, like a dragon rising, the man who must not be named Street Fight, Street Fight, can't, with the massive man, the massive Paul man. White. They can't say the big man or the big show, so it's the big and the, man. the the machine who can't stop pumping out babies, Brian Cage. Yeah, he's in. He's he's just in that match. Yeah, for reasons. New dad. Can't wait. Uh, so look for us to chat all about some AEW on Sunday and uh, check out all the other stuff we do. Poisonrana.ca for the links to all our podcasts, to our Patreon.com slash Poisonrana. Five bucks to get access to like 500 plus shows. There's so many reviews and movie reviews, wrestling reviews. It's all in there and it's only $5. And again, Toronto area people, Survivor Series, November 25th. Be there. We can't wait to see you guys and hang out and watch some war games. So at Pod. Twitter, Instagram, and I myself, Braden Harrington, at the Bray D. And you can find me at Davey Portman. That's it. That's all. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And it's doesn't. Oh, and happy poop week, everyone. Yes. <laughs>